Welcome to the Pro Photographer Journey Podcast, your resource for building the photography business of your dreams. This is Shamira Young, bringing you tips, business strategies, and interviews with award-winning photographers. We're all in this together. Let's get to the good stuff. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about how you can take action for your photography business. And the goal of this take action series is to give you actionable ways that you can move your business forward, even with the global crisis. Yes, it is not good to be paralyzed by fear. And I understand how stressful times are. I have to limit my intake of the news in order to stay sane. And, you know, it's we're all going through this together. And so in this episode, I want to focus on some fun photography projects that you can do right from your own home. It's going to help you stay creative. It's going to help you stay motivated. So let's dive right in. There are several things that you can do at home, right at home or in your own backyard. And I want to preface this by saying that no matter what type of photography you do, be open to getting outside of your normal genre. And so for the first at home project that I want to to throw out there is macro photography. Now, <laughs> this is very useful Um, especially for those who may not consider themselves macro photographers. I certainly don't consider myself a macro photographer. However, this is the perfect time to practice your macro photography and stay creative, even if it's not the focus of your business or your genre. And the great thing about macro photography is that the world is your playground, even if the world has shrunken down to your home or your apartment or your backyard. I know many of us are in various stages and degrees of lockdown and that's okay and this is all at the time of this recording and interestingly enough here in the U.S. certain states are starting to open up their economy but it's in stages and so many of us like me here in Michigan you know we're mostly at home not a whole lot is open we can go to the park which is wonderful Uh, with macro photography you can stay in your own home or your own backyard or you can take it to the park and see what you can shoot. Practice, practice, practice. When you're in your backyard, flowers, wildlife are wonderful subjects. When you're in your home, I mean, you can look around in a room and focus on various textures of the wood floor, for example, or plants that you have in your home or different trinkets. It's really a creative challenge with macro photography to see what you can do with it. And it's just, it's a plethora of possibilities. And, you know, it's back to outside. There are birds, there are squirrels. We have a lot of ducks here in Michigan as well. Um, it's, It's a lot of fun. And you don't need a whole lot of space with macro photography as well. So that's one thing that you can do at home. Another one, right at home, family photography. If you have kids... You have built-in photo subjects. If you are living with a spouse or a significant other or anyone else, now is a perfect time. It is the perfect time to brush up on your portrait skills, your lighting skills, your posing skills, even your editing skills. And this all contributes to your portrait photography. Now, if you have kids, and I don't have kids, I've heard it recommended, and I have shot some children 
and taken portraits of some children. And I find that with them, it's best to let them be who they are. And I've had other portrait photographers tell me this as well. Let them be who they are. Simply document their unique personalities while they're playing with their toys or playing with each other, playing with the dog out in the backyard, running around. Capturing photos of them interacting can be wonderful, especially because children only enjoy staying posed for so long. So they may last a couple minutes and then they just need to be themselves. Now you are effectively the resident historian of your household. So document your kids and your significant other playing with the kids um, let them be who they are. Document this interesting time in history while growing your portrait photo skills at the same time. Now, the next one I want to move on to is pet photography. If you have any fur babies at home or babies that don't have fur, like lizards, frogs, turtles, any of those other members of your family, you know, they are wonderful for practicing your pet photography. Now, the genre of pets is actually... I've heard quite lucrative. I don't focus on pets, uh, but it seems to be, from what I hear, growing more and more in the U.S., at least before the pandemic, obviously. And so brushing up on your pet photography uh, could be something that, say, when the pandemic is over, maybe you have enough of the skills and a bit of a decent portfolio, a handful of really good images from your own pets, that you can begin to take steps to launch a pet photography portion for your business. And it's, it's again, this is all a learning experience. Even if when this whole pandemic is over, you know, you decide to go back to your usual, let's say you're a wedding photographer, you don't want to do pets. So you go back to your wedding photography work. Still practicing with your pets at home will overall brush up on your skills very much and help you. Even if you're a wedding photographer, a family portrait photographer, a lot of families have pets, obviously. And so knowing how to work with animals while you're taking an overall family portrait can be very, very helpful for you. And also, it's also helpful to learn what tricks and toys you can use to grab an animal's very brief attention. This can translate over to other areas of photography such as children, <laughs> which I previously mentioned. So just remember that patience is key. Now for this next one, it's a little bit out there, but it is it, it presents a world of possibilities. And this is toy photography. Consider toys. Now, now hear me out. <laughs> uh, you know, at some point, if you have kids, they're going to run out of patience with you as you're trying to take their portraits. And so another way for you to find subjects that are so patient with you is to much more patient than children is to consider toy toys dolls um, as photo subjects you can practice your portrait posing techniques you can practice your lighting techniques you can practice compositing in photoshop with toys now your imagination is the only thing that limits you with toy photography so if you have any kind of toys or dolls or action figures or figurines in your house have some fun lighting those and posing those if they have you know arms and legs that move or moving yourself around them and creating some interesting portraits all for fun now i want to share a resource for you all to see some fun examples and i kind of expand on this a bit if you head over to lensprotogo.com again that's lenspro to go.com and click on the link to their blog and I will actually include a direct link 
to this, I collaborated with them to create a blog post talking about four creative projects that you can work on from your home. And there are some fun photo examples um, that they put in there and just to get the creative juices flowing in your mind. And so just a quick recap in this episode, we talked about macro photography in your home, in your backyard, looking for interesting textures within your house, different objects within your house, different trinkets, going out in your backyard and taking photos of the blooming flowers. Spring's blooming right now here in Michigan. Flowers, ducks, birds, squirrels, grass, you know, anything that you can make interesting and practice your craft, macro photography, presents a world of possibilities. Also, we talked about family photography, taking photos of your spouse, your creative um, other half, (laughs) creative, your better other half rather, or your kids if you have any. Um, We talked about pet photography. They make great photo subjects. We talked about toy and doll photography as well. Also, I want to mention that QuarenCon, I will include a link to this, is an amazing event that has been happening in the month of April put on by Brent Watkins and they have a bunch of free educational presentations from fellow photographers that they're putting out there to help us all get through this pandemic and it's all covering the various aspects of being creative, of running a photography business and helping you brush up on your skills, your photography skills so that you can hit the ground running when uh, this pandemic is over, which obviously it'll be over in stages. And so, you know, when it's to the point where we can get out and start shooting again in our new normal. And so again, it's called Quarantine, a play on the word quarantine. Quarantine, and I will include a link in the show notes so you can check that out. They include the past presentations so you can view them at any time if you miss when they're happening live because they have a ton of speakers actually and some of the biggest names out there are participating in this really cool event which is quite awesome. So go take action for your business. If you're enjoying this podcast, I ask that you please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. The more reviews we get, the easier it is for people to find this podcast and search rankings. We want to reach as many people as possible and help improve our photo industry. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening.